Chicago's Afternoon News. I'm Lisa Dent, Steve Bertrand, Kevin Powell, Mary Vandeveld, all here. And on the phone is State Senator Darren Bailey. Darren, how are you today? Well, good afternoon, Chicago. It's a, it's a beautiful day, and I'm doing great. Thank you. You're going to get hit with some snow as well, aren't you? <laughs> well, unfortunately, uh, yes, it looks like we're uh, we're headed to Chicago soon. We're up here in the Chicago land, and, and we're headed to, I'm sorry, Springfield soon. And, and they're talking about quite a bit of snow in Springfield and a little further south in our home south of Effingham. They're actually talking about an inch of ice. So, uh, yeah, we've got uh, some interesting days ahead. Yeah, that's always the toughest part in that that part of the state. The ice does so much damage. So I hope that you escape that. So, uh, State Senator Darren Bailey, you're proposing legislation for the death penalty for people convicted of killing cops. And, of course, they're asking for that in Bradley um, in light of what has happened in the past few weeks. Are you talking about police officers in uniform, out of uniform? not on duty who specifically uh, police officers uh, active in the line of duty knowingly killed while they were on duty uh, absolutely you know it's uh, uh, in the last uh, three years there's been over 25 cops killed and in the last eight months uh, five of those killings took place here in illinois and uh, uh, something's got to be done that the punishment must begin uh, fitting the crime Senator, have you found that the death penalty or severe crimes would deter this? I mean, I think I see a lot of studies that say that, it, you know, even though it might be just, it doesn't really prevent the crime you're trying to avoid. Well, with our liberal courts of the last, uh, you know, 20, 30 years, uh, I think that's been part of the problem, the way a lot of these sentences have been commuted and watered down. Uh, you know, I've, I've read uh, uh, former Governor Ryan's uh, book on Until I Could Be Sure and, and done a lot of studying on, on, you know, the past of Illinois with the uh, with the death penalty. But we're looking at a situation today where, uh, you know, Officer Ritmanick and uh, Bradley and the Sheriff uh, Riley in Wayne County, my own district, you know, the, the whole this whole act was recorded on a body cam. I mean, there is absolutely no doubt uh, police are leaving, retiring, moving, uh, moving to their jobs. Our communities are, are screaming for help. And I just feel that this is a very valid uh, initial step, a solution uh, to, be, to begin to bring back a you know, respect to, to the badge. Look, I've stayed in that hotel where the sergeant and Bradley was killed. I know the area very well, and it's it's just tragic. But it's also true with Governor Ryan that he ended the death penalty because a lot of people were being wrongly convicted of it. I mean, how do you how do you reconcile or get around that? Well, that's what I just said specifically uh, that these last two killings were were captured on the uh, you know the body cam. There's a full video of these uh, of these killings and what took place. There is no doubt, and that's why. You know, there's a lot of people now coming out and saying, well, why just police officers? Why not more people? Well, police officers are, uh, you know, uh, over the next couple of years are required to, uh, you know, to, to, to wear a body cam. This is, you know, this is this just allows the court to choose this punishment if the court so sees fit. And with indisputable evidence of a body cam and especially these last two killings, uh, I think it uh, diffuses, uh, you know, the argument of the past. I know Lisa's got questions, but you brought it up, and, and I'm interested in the idea of the uh, expanding it because, you know, troopers and state police or police officers, it's tragic, 
but there also was a DCFS worker killed very much in the line of duty, and I feel like she did not get her due, if you will, when it comes to the fact that how she was killed. Would she be included? Well, and I completely agree with that. Uh, right now, I think, you know, I don't know if the DCFS worker had a, uh, so, so no, I think these are a, a law enforcement uh, uh, officers, uh, you know, solely. Uh, I have no problem eventually expanding it. And, and you know, there's another one of my uh, uh, counterparts has a bill that, uh, you know, even expands it over to all EMT workers. I have no problem with that. But the truth is, to get uh, legislation such as this passed in Springfield, uh, you keep it simple. Uh, you keep it factual. Uh, I, like I said, I believe the arguments. I, you know, it's hard to argue when you're when you're saying, you know, if the court has a video of what's taking place, how would how can you possibly dispute that? And then the judge and the and the court still has a choice of whether or not uh, to enact. They just simply have that option. You know, crime obviously is uh, is not a problem in the streets, but just in Chicago anymore. And this is this is spreading out all over the state and. And, uh, you know, people in Illinois, uh, yes, they're frustrated because they're taxed too much. Yes, they're frustrated because our schools are, are, are being decimated. But to, most importantly, people are really frustrated because they don't feel safe. And we have got to do everything we can uh, to bring respect and, and the authority to our uh, men and women of law enforcement. I think, I think it is vital importance to the future of Illinois right now. Uh, we're speaking with State Senator Darren Bailey. He's proposing legislation for the death penalty for people convicted of killing cops. Is the ultimate goal, since you mentioned Governor Ryan, to erode the state's ban on the death penalty altogether? Well, I don't know. You know, I, I, I'm certainly one that uh, will sit at the table and I will listen. Uh, just what I know right now is uh uh, you know, we have a serious attack on, on law enforcement, and I, I think it's egregious. We are a land of law and order, and when men and women, you know, it's interesting because uh, Deputy uh, Sean Riley uh, in, in Wayne County in my district, he was responding, uh, you know, to a motorist ass- assistant call, and, and, and he was ambushed. It was, it was you know, a setup, and, and uh, that's what these men and women do. They serve and they protect and uh, we're seeing an exodus. We're seeing a, a new. Uh, a lot of the young people are, are you know, deciding not to uh, pursue a, a future in law enforcement. And we have got to do something uh, to curb that and make sure that that uh, you know we the people have the backs of of the men and women that uh, truly serve and protect us. That's Senator, I was trying to watch football this weekend without political commercials, but I couldn't avoid Richard Irvin and others on the Republican side running for governor. Uh, are you going to be up and running with TV commercials? or And how do you assess the idea that, uh, you know, that the, the big money is behind other candidates uh, to the further north than you are? Well, I absolutely love that question, and thank you. Anybody that will look at our campaign will see that uh, we have the grassroots uh, movement. I am the only candidate that's been standing up for the people of Illinois for the last two years suing Governor Pritzker and winning, standing up against the mask mandate in Springfield, and then truly as a senator and earlier a state representative, you know, helping the people, listening to their problems, representing them. Uh, this the situation with, uh, with Urban is an absolute farce, and I think it's going to fall flat on its face uh, 
Uh, Urban is a Democrat in disguise. I think the Republicans across Illinois uh, have already figured that out. And, and I think he's probably spent what he's gotten where I'm, I'm going to be very interested to see what, uh, uh, you know, what's coming right now. Uh, um, our well, team, I mean, I, Trestle, where, I understand but, your point, but Ken Griffin seems to be behind him and he's got more money than he knows what to do with. And so how do you counteract that? What we're doing right now, I, I, I encourage people to go to our webpage, baileyforillinois.com, and check in and see what we're doing. We are no one, no campaign is working uh, harder than we are. And I've been through this before in the state rep race uh, just two years ago when I very first got involved in, in, in government. Uh, we, we were outspent uh, five to one in a state representative position. We got out. We went to the people. We earned their trust and their vote, and we believe that's exactly what's going to happen. And no, uh, I don't, uh, we have absolutely no facts or proof that uh, Ken Griffin is backing this. This is rumor. I'll believe it when I see it, and uh, and I will wait, uh, I'll, I'll wait expectantly for his call when he realizes that I'm the candidate <laughs> that can uh, get Illinois back on track. We are talking to uh, State Senator Darren Bailey, a candidate for Illinois governor. Uh, I've been in Effingham. I've spent a lot of time in that part of Illinois. Most people in your district don't like Chicago. They don't like people from Chicago. They don't like that the voice is not heard because... We're so populous up here, and we tend to uh, to lead some of these. Uh, we, we get people elected is what happens. So do you share that idea, or will you embrace Chicago? So I've already embraced Chicago. Uh, to say that people don't like Chicago, I would have to argue with that. People don't like corruption, and I don't think there's any secret that, uh, you know, with the political machine of Chicago, there's been a lot of corruption. And I think that's what that's the hope they see with our message uh, that uh, with a governor who's going to stand up and communicate to all the people that we're going to crack that code of corruption. And the way we're going to do that is we're going to re-empower the people and the voters uh, to go and take their government back. So, no, no, Illinois uh, is stronger together. Uh, Chicago is certainly uh, you know, has is a, is a big aspect of that. The corruption and the problem and the crime of Chicago uh, certainly, you know, uh, has has to do with that. And and I we have got to fix it. We'll make Chicago the great city that it is. It should be. And and uh, and I believe that uh, that's the future for Illinois. And State Senator Darren Bailey, we've got thirty seconds left about the state of the state address coming up on Wednesday and freezing the tax on groceries and gasoline. Is that something you support that the governor is expected to roll out? Well, again, I'll believe it when I see it. It doesn't surprise me. We've received over $21 billion of COVID relief that uh, the governor has taken and unfortunately refused to, to, to get the state fiscally sound again. And, and, yeah, I expect him to toss money to the four winds to people, and, and I expect him to hope that they forget the devastation and the destruction that Illinois has gone through in the last two years. Thank you so much for joining us. I sincerely appreciate it. We've got to send it over to Steve. He's got the news. And if you get this legislation for the death penalty for people convicted of killing cops through, you want it to start on January 1st, 2023. Is that correct? If it goes through this year, that's when it would start. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us on Chicago's Afternoon News. God bless you. Thank you. Steve has the news next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.